what do we do now? And actually, that's a book. This is Book Talk at Bookplace. I'm your host, Anthony Murore. At Book Talk, we get to have authors come and tell us about their books. Today, we have a guest known as Kevin, and he's going to be here shortly to talk about his book, What Do We Do Now? It's a play in two acts. And to find out more, I'll ask you to join me as we go together and meet Kevin. Here we go. Hello, Kevin. Yes, sir. Yeah, welcome to Book Talk. What's up? What's up? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Good to see you, and I hope you're doing good too. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to have be here myself, man. Yeah, maybe we can start by knowing who is Kevin. Oh man! All right. So I'm a Houston native uh, artist. Uh, and by art, I work in many mediums, uh, painter, uh, writer, I draw, I tattoo, I'm a filmmaker, uh, and a theater as well. So I'm an artist of m- many forms. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, multi-talented, yeah. I get. I, 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 that, that's how it comes out, multi-talented. Yeah, now, Kevin Aregbe, that, that name's... Tell us about Aregbe. That's that name sounds familiar. <laughs> well, that's my father's name, Aregbe. Uh, I wasn't raised by my my parents. I was raised by my aunt. My father is Nigerian. My my mother is African American, uh, which has a lot. Uh, my favorite scene in this book is actually the scene about that particular part of my life. Uh, I don't even want to say of my life because the book is not about me, but that's my favorite scene in in, in the book. Okay, so you included when the, yeah. the Niger when the Nigerian woman meets the American woman. Oh, I think it's funny. Cool. That's cool. It sounds cool. Now, yeah. uh, when did you get? Uh, when did you start writing? Uh, when I was, I started writing when I was in jail. Uh, when I was young, I wrote my first. I wrote two books. I didn't finish one of them, but I started uh, a book in, when I was in jail. And I think I was 17 years old in the county. I started writing my first book. What had taken you there? Huh? What had taken you to, in jail? Uh, I had I got charged with a with an aggravated robbery. Um, the summer, fresh out of high school, I didn't go to graduation. Um, I went to uh, I went to, to jail instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's a new one. Yeah, so you you went to jail, and, and but but then it's good to see you here that you're out of jail and uh, uh, you're doing something with your life. That's good to hear. Yeah, for sure, for sure, uh -huh. for sure, for sure, for sure. How 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 long back is that? High school? Shit, that was 2005. It's 2023. That was oh, that 15 quite, years ago. So quite, quite, long quite time. Quite quite some time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when I mean, is, is this the book that you are writting back then? No, I guess no. No, no, no. I wrote this book. Honestly, yeah. I wrote this book fast. Maybe about a month I was done with it. It's actually a play, but it's published as a book on Amazon. But okay. I was done with it in about a month. I, I wrote it, edited it, edited it. I got this done. <clears throat> this came straight out of me. And this, this it must be a recent one. How many books have you written so far, if I may ask? <sighs> published, maybe four or five. Written, maybe 10. Maybe eight, 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 about eight books. Yeah, really. That's cool. Right. Eight, eight, on, eight or 10, that's quite a, a number. And uh, <laughs> it's a big number. I've just yeah. uh, started writing recently. I have done my third book, and which was a collaboration anyway. And yeah. uh, it's quite a job that you've done. Yeah. Now, what do we do now? Tell us, yeah. about, tell us about it. Oh, there's nothing like, what do we do now that I've ever read? It's um, it's a yeah. play, you know. It's actually a play, and okay. basically, it is different African American issues from the 1940s all the way until 2020. It's an urban fiction about a fictional family dealing with all of these issues, um, from police brutality to the war on drugs. Um, welfare just a lot of systematic racism but they're dealing with these issues over these decades in 1965 in particular mm -hmm. so they're going through issues from the 40s to the 2020s but the setting is 1965 for mm -hmm. good reason okay yeah so uh what's what, what's in uh, the message the main message and who, who is the book intended to be read by? Well, since it's a play, it's really for theater goers. And um, the reason why it's set in 1965 is because that's the year after the Civil Rights Act was passed. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the Jim Crow laws are in some way, ways worse than slavery. So mm -hmm. I wanted to, to, I didn't want to be too old in making a cliche African-American culture book. I didn't want to make a slave book, but I wanted to show the impact of slavery okay. and the impact of racism to people who were not alive back then based on my studies. Mm -hmm. So the overall message is, is somewhat the title. We've been through all of this stuff. What do we do about it? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do about it? Mm. Yeah, and as you say, it's a play. So uh, has it been acted already or did you write the play and then you turn it into a book immediately well the first adaptation is actually in april easter monday right okay. so it's going to be done for his first time ever easter monday this year um around the time of my birthday and um it hasn't been acted out yet but i already have a full cast a great cast uh starring uh, some of the, the best actors i could find in houston and yeah, it'll be 
It'll be for the first time ever in April. It already got picked up for a festival, though, to be done in September as well. So it, it's looking promising. Yeah. And from your... It's getting a lot of reviews on Amazon. Uh, sorry? I, I said, and it's also getting a lot of reviews on Amazon right now. Oh, yeah. I saw quite a number of reviews. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Almost uh, 30 reviews. And it, yeah. must be, it must be very interesting to read. Yeah, thank uh, you. And, and I believe also the play is uh, an interesting one. Now, you say a play in two acts, but when you are introducing, I think there's a lot of activity. What, what do you mean by uh, in two acts? Well, in theater, um, you have one act, which is usually about an hour or less, or let's okay. say it's a 15-minute play, right? Mm -hmm. And um, if, you're, if your play is going to be long, then you don't want to have people sit in there all the time. Yeah. So you have act one, then you have an intermission, and then you have act two. So mm -hmm. this play is about 90 minutes. So that's two different acts. Okay. That's pretty because, long. Yeah. Because at first glance, I thought that the two acts are just two scenes in the play. And oh, that's... no, 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 no. It's, it's okay. 90 minutes. It's, it's around so exactly, 90 minutes. Yeah. Because, and I got confused when you introduced and you say this, and, and I could sense there is so many scenes in the play about yeah. how many scenes about how many i believe it's 18 scenes uh mm -hmm. in this play in the full version the the, the published version is condensed okay uh, the full version you have to see in person okay but uh there, there there's still that uh, strong message that, that, that oh yeah for sure the message is still there yeah. yeah the message is still there it's just in my opinion it's just less comedy in the condensed version. I added the comedy to the actual okay. play, in my opinion. That's what I did. Yeah, and I kind of started reading a bit of the play, uh, which is this book. Okay. And um, I don't know, but someone is going to read. At first, I was reading, and there is a discussion. There is a conversation between Kyle and Ky uh, Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Kylie. Kyle and yeah. Kylie. It got me yeah. kind of confused at first. Why did you choose to set such well, that's that's the father yeah. and the daughter. Yeah. But he named her after him. So his name is Kyle and her name is Kylie. Okay. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it, is, it. yeah it is. If you're dyslexic, that yeah. is kind of I didn't think about that. If you got a little dyslexia going on, you might miss that out. I, I had gone to about the 10th exchange and i'm like am i reading an exchange from one person and then oh no it's kyle and kyle, kyle. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay and, and it's an interesting concept now that you mentioned a father named his daughter uh after himself i haven't i've had fathers naming their sons but not their daughters yeah well she's she's very special she's the main character uh there are three main characters in this play and, and what's different about it, there is no um, antagonist. Okay. So the three main characters are the mother, the daughter, and the, and her son. Uh, so it's Kylie, Edwana, and Eddie. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kylie is pretty much the lead uh, following after uh, Eddie. And um, <clears throat> she's just a special, a special black woman. You know, you okay. can just tell that she's going, she's destined for greatness. Yeah. Okay. So, what are the heights? What what's the climax of the play? 
Uh, well, the climax is the 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 traumas, the continuation of traumas. Okay. So, without spoiling the play, I would say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Consider issues from 1940s to 2020. Let's say the Tuskegee experiment. Let's say uh, Trayvon Martin passing. Let's say uh, uh, sex trafficking of, of black women, just randomly mm-hmm. getting sex trafficked. Mm-hmm. The climax is them dealing with those issues firsthand. They are hit with them out of nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you wake up in the morning and your dad is George Floyd. You hit, you get, that doesn't happen slowly and then it just happens, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the climax of the play is the, the traumatic experiences. Mm. And just in the introduction, I observe a heated exchange of words and how, how well, uh, broadcast is that in the play and is there a message intended for this uh, heated uh, exchange between the daughter and between the, the heated exchange between who there's a lot of heated exchanges <laughs> in between Kyle yeah. And Kyle? yeah yeah there, oh, that. oh definitely they they mm-hmm. are they are so much alike uh mm-hmm. the father and the daughter that they always argue okay so they just argue and argue and argue all the time that's their thing in a play yeah, and the way I look at families these days, or oh, the setting of the society, is, is a big challenge between the way things were back in the 1960s, 40s, and back then, was, is, is there something that you've drawn from that? Because I think that uh, today's exchange is more escalated than it was back then. Or yeah. did, did you get it? that from where you're drawing your play, there are still some, those heated arguments exchanged. Yeah, definitely, because we're humans. People like to romanticize the past. Okay. Well, the shit was not better or worse. It, mm-hmm. it just was what it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we are human, so we've always done stuff. You're like, it's not, I don't like to get into all oh, things used to be like this. Things used to be like that. They dealt with what they had to deal with. And, and again, I put this in 1965 for a reason. I put this at, a, at one of the worst years ever. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, now look at how they would have dealt with this. That's how, that's kind of a, a good way to look at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. think about the sixties, think about all of the assassinations. Mm-hmm. Think about, um, like I said, the passing of the Civil Rights Act. The gym, this is the the manuscript for my play, right? This is the manuscript. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Jim Crow laws was thicker than my manuscript. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. This is a whole two-act play. Uh, yeah. Double-sided pages, right? Mm-hmm. The Jim Crow laws was thicker than that. <laughs> I get it. It. Yeah, well, so much yeah, happened. Yeah, no, it wasn't perfect back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, sometimes they like to paint the pictures like uh, there was only one-sided uh, suppression. There was one a challenge that was just one directional. Yeah. So you you bring us into the picture that it was even in the. African American setting, there were some challenges they were going through amongst themselves. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we get that. So uh, this is good. Thank you for 
putting this into a book and um, we look forward to even watching the play those of us who are in the uh, in, in the vicinity they can, yeah. can always pop in and watch the play sounds an interesting one mm -hmm. yeah so i am wondering um what's the age limit of the one who's coming to watch this play or the one that is going to get the book so this play is there's a lot of subtext there's a lot of deeper meanings so it's it's not any curse words so it's suitable for kids mm -hmm. um i mean subject to the actors how they feel and they might say someone out but aside from that it's it's age appropriate for for children um but the context is so deep and heavy it's very adult centered um now let, let's 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 consider this though if if you're watching a, a play you know you're looking to be entertained uh mm -hmm. this particular play is more like infotainment it's more like information and entertainment We're, i'm talking about religion i'm talking about the jews i'm talking about the relationship between um non-black people who identify as black i'm talking about uh like I told you, my favorite scene is a comedic scene where the Nigerian neighbor meets the, the African-American woman for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm talking about politics. It, it's very, it's very, very, very deep. It's not a, so a younger person would not appreciate it as much because there's so many, so much underlying subtext, but mm -hmm. so it's, it's definitely for adults. But mm -hmm. again, it's very, it's, it's censored to the point to where the language isn't foul. So anybody would enjoy it if they're a theater goer. That's good. Good to hear that. Wonderful. And um, yeah, so uh, what are the uh, things are in, in the works right now? Well, honestly, the only thing I'm working on is the play. Uh, like I said, the play is in April 10th, 7 p.m. at Matchbox Houston at Midtown Arts. And the tickets are available on my, my website, artbykevo.com, or through the theater website, Match Houston. And uh, when I'm working on something, that's all I'm concerned with. That's that's all I'm doing. So what, what's most important is rehearsals, uh, interviews, podcasts, uh, advertising, promotion, keeping a communication with my cast and crew, uh, keeping a communication with my co-producer, you know, making sure I'm still spending time with my family and working and, um, you know, trying to make this first adaptation the, the best that we can. That's that's the only thing that's important. I'm not working on anything else. And, mm -hmm. and even when I'm done with this, I'm just going to be working on some other art form. Uh, I'm a full time artist, so art is something that I continue to do. I just I just art, art, art. Whatever is next is next. Art, 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 every day, every single day. And we wish you the best in everything that you're doing. Uh, at Book Talk, we always like sharing some ideas uh, from for those people who may be contemplating putting together a book or even um, putting together a play and uh, making, it, making it into a book like you just did. Yeah. Maybe, can you give us a few tips? Well, I'll say this, uh, this may not help everybody, but it's gonna help the person that it needs to help, is that nobody cares if you don't do it or if you do it. So you might as well just do it. Um, and, I, I, and in terms of ego and competition, I get a kick out of 
getting things done. And I and I look down on people who talk about they're going to do it, they're going to do it, and they never do it. I, that's laughable to me. So that may not, a lot of people may not, not like to hear that, but that will motivate me. So the, the few people that that does motivate, I hope that that, that, that does motivate them. <laughs> because whether you do it or not, nobody's going to, most people aren't going to care. You got to care. That's cool. Yeah, I also like to see people who are doing rather than those people who are speaking and not yeah. doing anything. Just get in, get in the work, get, just, just do it and, and make it happen. It doesn't have to be perfect. Of course, yeah. you need to pay attention to what you're doing. You yeah. have to put in effort, uh, sacrifice some things. But then if you're looking for perfection and you're waiting for it, then it may never come. Just just go there exactly. and do it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, since you've written a play, that's a script, and uh, you've also written other books. So are all uh, scripts? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. I've written both. I've written movies, plays, and books. Uh, and books from reference to short stories to full novels. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, I've written a lot. I've written all kind of stuff. What's Writing is, is just art. It's all creativity, man. So what's the difference between the those, those different... Uh, well, the, the difference for... The, the, the overall difference is the medium has a different way to connect with the consumer or, mm -hmm. or the person being entertained. A person who loves poetry is not going to always love political poetry. Sometimes they may love romance, romance poetry, or they may love satire. So your message has to be able to convey that. Uh, if your message cannot convey that poetically, maybe you should write it in a rhyme. Maybe you should write it in a music. Maybe you should write it as a story in a novel. Maybe it should be a short story in a novella. Maybe it should be a play. Maybe it should be a movie. The message is based on the how you're delivering it to the person you're entertaining or the consumer. Mm -hmm. Coming back to your, what do we do now? Yeah. Is there an answer in the book? Like, okay. Um, well, in a way, yes. In a way, there is, there is one resolution that they decide on. But that may not be the answer for every, there's billions of people on the planet. You know, there's an answer for this particular family, though. Mm -hmm. but, but your family, my family, that's a different question. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll never have the answers for everybody. We'll never have the answers for everybody. Nobody will. Mm. So at the end of it, uh, there's still going to be, remain that part that has not been answered. No, no. They get the answer. They resolve what they have to do. But mm -hmm. this is art, you know, so that's why they figure it out, because we're living in their world. But yeah their message, their resolution may not work for the next for the next person. Mm, and I get that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, not everything works for everybody. I mean, your your ideas could not be my idea of how to go about things. So what do we do now? Um, yeah, we'll get the answer from that, but then we'll think of our situation and we'll know the way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much for sharing everything, for all this that you've uh, brought to Book Talk. We appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem, no problem, no problem. Thank you for having me. 
yeah a few things that you'd like to add about the book itself before we go out um i just want to say the book is available on amazon you can search kevo what do we do now um check it out if you're especially if you're in houston you can read it before the play actually comes out a lot most people who have bought tickets bought the tickets because they read the book like i i've seen that correlation and uh and yeah that's it man that's it yeah so the link to the book is going to be shared is in the description of the video so you just you just click on it and it'll take you to the book so you you buy it you you read it it's available on, on kindle i saw that it's available on kindle yeah so, on kindle as well yeah so go get it and read it and um get, and that's it man thank you man yeah thank you too so we are coming to the end of the show and uh, we really appreciate you. But before we go, we always ask our guests to leave us with a few words that we should always remember. Because I know you have some words that you'd like remembering. Uh, which are the few words that we should always remember? Is that time is your biggest asset. Time is your biggest asset. Yes. Yeah, that, that's cool. Thank you very much. And right. our, time is, our time is up here. And I, I hope... <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope that we used it to, to the best of our ability. I believe we did. Yes. And for those of you who are watching, those who have uh, listened, if you are watching this live or listen to it live, uh, or if you get to listen to it after we are through with it uh, from uh, our website or from our podcast platforms, please know that we value your time. Yes. Time is your greatest asset. We value your time and we thank you for taking your time. Give us some feedback, comment, ask questions, and we will be back at you answering uh, that direct some questions to Kevin. And uh, that's about it. All right, we, man. We are out. This, right, has been book talk. this has been Book Talk. I've been your host, Anthony Moirore. And together with our guest today, Kevin Aregbe, we are asking, what do we do now? We sign off. Bye for now. All right. Okay.